2: we love Jess at Another Idea and you're about to find out exactly why. Jess runs a successful business that has risen to prominence in a very short space of time and not only do we have a live audience in this episode but we also chat about limitations, how they hold you back and how you can overcome them through your motivations and just reframing your mindset. This episode is a roller coaster so buckle up and get ready for an educational adventure. And if you love this episode as much as we do, please, please share it. Send it to your mates, put it on your stories, and just give Jess a big shout-out. She delivers more takeaways in this episode than Deliveroo. Right, let's go.
1: Oh. Hey, hey, Jess. Hiya. Hey, Igor. Hello, hello.
2: Hello, audience. audience. How is Igor? Hi. Oh. Hold on one second. Hold on. Hold on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We didn't think it's great, did we? <laughs> oh shit. It's to coffee.
2: Oh, <God. laughs> amazing. Hold on. Murder, you some more? On I'm actually going to leave I'm going to leave
3: it. <laughs> oh, I definitely do feel... feel
2: like, do you feel a bit more comfortable now, Jess?
3: I feel like Beyonce now. All yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <So, yeah. Like, laughs> you need
2: is
1: a win machine. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: Oh, you, you haven't got one? I wanted a win machine and everything. <laughs>
1: okay, put in the budget for next okay, time. Well, win machine. All there. So I've lost <laughs> my notes. Hold on one second. Hold, hold on. Hold on. So good. Um,
2: right. How are you doing, Igor? Good I'm very morning. good, thank
1: you. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks. Good. Yeah.
2: Um... We missed a week. We missed a week. Yeah, we did. Um but that's kind of like life, isn't it? I think yeah. we just we both got quite busy in August yeah. and just decided that that was it we were going to just
1: both away travelling yeah. and children's birthdays Exactly. Children starting school, yeah. nursery and all that and Yeah. yeah. But we've got some good plans haven't we autumn
2: winter's shaping up really nicely yeah we've yeah we've got some we've got two people in today which yeah. we're really excited about and we've got a really good schedule lined up i've got confetti all over me now <laughs> you just um, going to roll with it mm-hmm. i didn't think it throughout it's actually made a lot of mess but it's fine <laughs> um yeah i'm excited about
1: the autumn winter yeah it looks really really good the lineup is quite incredible and yeah it just feels like we we've got a really good next it's isn't it yes very humid feels like we're in thailand today but yeah Good old England. It doesn't Um, know what to decide to do with the weather, but yeah.
2: And here we are, we've got an audience.
1: (laughs) First time. How do you feel? (laughs) 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 To be fair, no, it's not to be fair, but to be honest, usually recording, I feel more nervous than even shooting a wedding or whatever because I guess I know what I'm doing and with recording, we never know where it's going to go. No, no. <laughs> so to add that, a we've, full we've house. we put, <laughs> put another layer on it. Do you, could you tell that I was a bit stressy before we started? Yeah, I just, make, I I just <laughs> don't want to make any mistakes. I was chatting to some of the audience guys and I just get a tap on my shoulder. Are you ready? Are you ready? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay. Well, this, Someone's feeling This is it. the first time
2: when, actually, I I've, I've set everything up yesterday. Yeah like do you know what i know what it's going to be like we're going to get here people are going to be wanting our attention and we're going to be chatting to people and then we're just going to forget to do something really basic like turn turning camera on but we've done it we're okay it's so good. i think we're all right it's we're good, good. We got um this. and we've got someone amazing here with us today what, what, what? an audience no jess, <laughs> jess is here we're really like, dead excited to have you here jess thank you for coming down
3: thank you for having from me from sheffield yes i
2: am um how nervous are you
3: well, I was okay with the whole yeah. like, let's just record the podcast. Can you come yeah. down? Is <laughs> me and Igor? I'm coming to brickwork. I was, I was okay with that. And then I saw Ron Miller's stories. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that it was being recorded live. In front yeah, we just decided so we
1: weren't going to tell you that. <laughs> Someone so so was like, out. should we tell her? Should we, should we tell her? And I'm like, <laughs> nah. Like, she'll no. find
3: out eventually. Yeah, <laughs> so I missed that bit out, but it's. Good what was the, the
1: what was the message
2: that me and you had there between like when you said to me? Sam, is this a live audience? And I was like, "Yeah." What was what was your response to that?
3: Well, um, at first I was like, um, "Okay," and you get all of the feelings and all of the fear comes yep. in and everything. But like we always say, nothing good ever comes from staying in your comfort zone. So just that's it. Just um, step me, throw me right in at the deep end with a live audience. Yes. <laughs> faces,
1: but just look at their
3: faces. Yeah. They're
1: so nice.
3: They are lovely. <laughs> they are really nice. And, and they I gave me just, lots of encouragement. just to
2: give a little bit of background? You're kind of the uh, official Another Idea photographer. Yeah. I am? We've kind of adopted yeah. you as that. That yeah. is it. If anyone's going to take photos from you, Jess.
3: Yes, although I am still waiting for my t shirt with that says that <laughs> yeah, yeah, on yeah. it.
2: What official <laughs> photographer?
3: Official photographer yeah. of, you know, Salmon Igor. That's what I'm, okay. I'm waiting we'll for. We'll that, that happen. We can sort that out. <laughs>
2: And you uh, you got coffee this morning as well, didn't you? Can we just, can we just share the story of your <laughs> coffee this morning? What did they, they say to you when you went for the coffee down the road?
3: So Sam said to me, there's a place quite close that does great coffee. Great coffee. Really, really good coffee. How high I was, grind,
2: in case you're listening.
3: Yeah. And um, it was amazing coffee. Yep. So I what pulled did you up- have? I had a flat white, it's okay. my staple. Yeah, that's it. Get that's me through. Oat. Oh, no, I vary dairy, yeah sometimes I have oat milk oh. and sometimes I don't I'm loving That's flat white
1: with an extra shot at the moment
2: mm. just to ooh.
3: yeah the yeah. extra kick yeah um, but like yeah it's the time
1: so of the year though
2: isn't it it's like the kids are like yeah. just fried us <laughs> <laughs> like, like summer holidays we're all like broken
3: Oh, I love oh, my need coffee. A, need a
2: double espresso.
3: <laughs> Definitely with vodka in there as there well. There you go. This <laughs> is a lot what we <laughs> um, So, yeah, I pulled up, got out, tottered in and kind of said, hi, I'm here for my coffee. And, um, you know, Sam Dock has recommended that I come here. And she went, sorry, who? The footballer? I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> I went, no, no. She should was should like, oh, yeah, the personal trainer. Like, Definitely not a no, no. personal trainer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> leave that one. <laughs> I can't,
2: get, I can't wait to get my coffee off of tomorrow yeah <laughs> hi i'm sam docker the footballer <laughs> yeah.
3: slash pt i'm
2: definitely going to play on that one um but no we're we're, we're really pleased to have you here and um it's been it's, it's just we've really enjoyed you know every time you've been in the studio and you've taken photos of us me and igor have both been like oh yeah jess is jess is great isn't she <laughs> we, do, great. we do say that don't yeah we? yeah <laughs> I mean, completely completely
1: <laughs> you've got a great aura about you and Thank it's just you. the character really just make people feel welcome like literally straight away which as a photographer, is it's like it's such an essential skill, really. But mm. as well, just as a person, really, thank so you. so welcoming and warm. So yeah, mm. and your photos are shit art as well. So that <laughs> thank helps, you. <laughs> you
3: <know>. uh. <laughs> I think it when with any sort of like creative industry that you're in, when you're working with people, I think that you feel like a lot of your job is your your art and it is it is almost you know yeah. quite a lot of it is your art but i think a lot a lot of that as well like 80 percent of it is your personality and yeah. how you know you can make people feel about what you're doing especially being a photographer it's so important to make somebody feel comfortable and um relatable as well um you know even with things like your social media and stuff yeah. you know that people can relate to you so yeah thank I you. i think it's one of the
2: biggest overlooked skills of, of our industry isn't it just yeah that personality side of it and just mm-hmm. having that awareness of you know your how you how you act and hold yourself influences yeah. the people around you yeah um, I think Finn mentioned it the other week yeah, on the he previous did. podcast he he, about in terms how, of comparison of the two yeah. other photographers more so more so from a an experience point of view and being able to get you know be, be, like being able to be rebooked like you know if you're yeah. not that nice person that's working hard and, yeah that's it you know shows mm. compassion
1: word of mouth travels doesn't it say so, yeah, yeah totally. Mm-hmm. um i'm gonna get i'm just gonna go straight in yeah i i thought do it straight away i'll, I'll be fair yeah well no we've <laughs> had a little bit of a chat
2: and i just there was, i just wanted to go straight in with something that jess put on her little bio that we asked our speakers to fill out before they they came here and um and it was just it was just about that you'd said you started three years ago mm-hmm. and you followed it up by saying it was the best decision you've ever made mm-hmm. and it made me think of on the q a episode um, and I know you listen to the, you listen to every episode, don't you? You're a super fan. So uh, <laughs> I'm waiting for so my in, t-shirt. So in, in the Q and A episode, you'll know that there was somebody asked a question about being 29, and is it too late to start being a photographer? Mm-hmm. Now we're not. I'm not going to discuss your age, and we don't. I'm not going to put that on you. But you're you're, a li- you're just a bit north of 29, not much, but a little bit. Yeah?
3: <laughs> Quite north. I mean, but you yeah. did put it on your
2: Instagram like your birthday. So I'm, I kind of know what hour. But anyway, the whole point of being 29 and not, you know it's too late to start, which Mm -hmm. is ridiculous, wasn't it? -hmm. You you didn't start this journey until you were...
3: Older. Three years ago. (laughs) Three years ago. Party next year, so I'll just. Um, but Come, yeah. on, same. Come on, are We're yeah. having a joint party. Yeah, and it's in September as well. So August. you're August, aren't you? Oh, wow, so, yeah,
2: amazing. Wow. So we'll Two book, months of just party. If, like, if only there was a space that we could use. Wow, wow. Really I know, right? Get mm. these
3: back in the canon as well, and oh, we'll yeah. reuse <laughs> we those and back in. <laughs> um, yes, I don't think it's ever too late, and actually. I think when I look back through um, my career and what I've done from leaving school, um, so if I kind of go back, I'm not going to go all the way back to school and start from the beginning, but um, whilst I was at school, I went to a pretty um, average school. It wasn't a terrible school. It wasn't an amazing school. It was just a school that was like in between, if you like. And I was always really jealous of those people. You know, those people that kind of are at school and they're going, I really know what I want to do. I mm. want to be a vet or I want to be whatever it was that they wanted to be. And I was just think, oh, I'm so jealous of that because I have no idea what I actually want to do, what I want to be. And I plodded through school and I was okay in school. I managed all right, but it didn't really give me any joy or anything like any that. Any favorite subjects? art, I loved art, <laughs> and that was only because of the teacher she was completely bonkers, yeah. so and i I, so I really could like vibe off of a her yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 my was just, exactly yeah. the
1: same Mr Quinnny it's in the bio
3: isn't it for a yeah. for an art teacher and um I remember from school one of the things um, that sticks in my mind even to today was um, the teachers announcing that there was going to be a careers advisor coming into school to t- talk to us all about our careers and I was like amazing this is brilliant because I don't know what I want to do so this person is going to come in here and tell me essentially what I'm supposed to be doing this, Did is, they? this is awesome Did they tell you? so they came in I mean I'm talking Building like in attention. the 90s <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> where they come in with like the software the massive- definitely
2: not nervous now is <laughs> she yeah, yeah. oh
3: Oh, I told you not <laughs> to bring amazing. me water. <laughs> <laughs> no
1: drinks here. because This is our personal space.
3: <laughs> said that, so don't bring me water. I'm expressionate when I talk. Um, and so yeah, so they came in with their you know software, and it was like a um, a questionnaire that you had to do, and it had multiple choice answers in there. So I sat down and I was like, amazing, I can do this. I'm like filling it all out and everything. And people were walking out of that interview with like, oh great, it says I'm gonna be a vet or it says I'm going to be a doctor. And this is amazing, because that's exactly what I wanted to do. And I couldn't wait to get in that room. I couldn't wait to get in that space and find out what it was that I needed to be. And I went in there, did my multiple choice and I'm just gonna let you guess what it came out with. For me, Okay. Um, based on my multiple choice answers.
1: TV presenter?
3: Mm, no. <sighs> It was a telephone pole erector. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, we'd have, been, we'd have been here for a long time. <laughs> yeah, trying
4: exactly. To, trying to guess that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's do you what think? It came out with. Do you think anybody at any point has so realised that? the that's telephone system. poles and uh, you install the hard lines. hats. Yeah. Hard
3: hat. <laughs> <laughs> and I just remember leaving that, thinking, "Oh no, like what? So if they don't even know, what am I supposed <laughs> to know what I want to do?" It's amazing though, isn't
2: it? At that age, that you, you were kind of like looking for somebody to say, mm. "Jess, this is what you can go and do." Yeah. Yeah. I, mm. yeah uh, we all think about back to our own school. Like I was. You know, I've said it before about like not knowing that design agencies exist until I was in my early twenties, and like, yeah. just God, I wish mm. somebody had just said to me, "You can go and do something like that." Mm. Yeah, but
3: because it, being creative and earning—did so you go
2: and do Telegraph pole <laughs> no, no, erection? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's we, I what is that's, that's that is what it came out it. So The
3: lady was like, "Can you do it again?" I was like, "No, you've ruined it. It's yeah. fine. It's okay. I'm not doing that again." Um, do you think? So, do you
2: think amongst all of the careers I've had, they still laugh and joke about that, that came up? Yeah, once. I can
3: remember that girl. Remember please. that girl in Sheffield <laughs> who did that. So no, I didn't take that advice, um, and I just did the next natural thing. Was I just went to university and I just went to? Um, I just chose to go and do a law degree. Yeah, so I yeah. went and did that because. At that time, to make a career out of being creative, especially as a woman, just was not a thing. That's my the
2: question, I'm going to cross that one out. Yep. Have, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that one. Sorry. Put it down in big quotation it, marks. That means it's
1: a good
3: guess. Yeah, no, so no, it's it's great. No, 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 they're kind yeah. of like it, ticking
1: everything.
2: It
3: wasn't a thing. Yeah. You know, back then, it just wasn't yeah. a thing that but you, you, were, could, you, obviously, you could do. You must have been
2: a creative person. Very you feel, like, creative. You felt creative, right?
3: Yeah, really creative. You used to love drawing and art and yeah. photography. What well,
1: sort of like maging? In some ways you kind of have answered it, but I want to dig even deeper. What sort of like made you sort of like feel like you couldn't actually go into the art sphere and do what you wanted? Why did you have to do law, if that makes sense?
3: Because I think it was quite a a strong perception from people Mm -hmm. that if you want to make money, if you want to be successful, you have to go down some sort of professional route. So it was kind of the message that we heard over and over again, the only way that you will um, you know achieve high is by going to university and by getting a degree and by having these you know letters after your name that's the way that you do it yeah. and that was kind of ingrained into us um you know for a long time and yeah, so that resonates need, you need, you need, with you, you need a,
2: a professional career Yes. You know, be on a desk.
3: Yeah, and something that's, that's going that's, to be give you longevity. Yeah. 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 And and less th- nice and
1: steady, guaranteed.
3: Yeah. And you know, to a certain extent I see where that that was only ever coming from a place of love when mm-hmm. people would advise that you go and do that. You know, my family and friends and things. Yeah. I, I I understand that completely. But it did in the end, leave me just a little bit lost. So I tried doing all sorts of different things I did. um, So I left law, I knew that I'd be terrible at it. Like I knew I would, and I was terrible. What kind of
2: law? What did you practice?
3: Criminology and all the crime law okay. and stuff. So yeah. I I cannot lie to save my life. I can just so. imagine you just
2: laughing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can just see you in like a, a meeting talking about something, just like finding it funny. Yeah,
3: exactly. That's what I mean. I would. I would just be like, you've like, done yes, what? Jess, this isn't a laughing matter. <laughs> no. And I'm too nosy. So I'd be really nosy about yeah. everything, you know. And also
2: you can't tell people. And you go home and tell them, yeah. Rob, you won't believe what's <laughs> happened today.
3: Yeah. Exactly. The guy from
2: down the road. Exactly.
3: Terrible at it. Like really bad at it. Um, so I knew that that wasn't going to happen. So I did a few different jobs. Um, I was I actually ended up being a valuer, a property valuer, for quite some time. And I was really, really good at that. But again, it just didn't give me that satisfaction. I knew there was... St- I couldn't quite work out what you it was. You hadn't found you calling yet? I hadn't found it. Yeah. And I didn't know what it was at that point. I just knew that it wasn't what I was doing. But you just go through life, don't yeah. you? You yeah. just carry on going through life and you go through... And you try different things and you try different jobs and stuff. And then, um, I had my babies. So my children are six and seven. Yeah, now. amazing. So I had them. Um and they just changed. I love just to go off on a
2: little tangent on that one. I loved your you put them out on Instagram about having two boys and then saying there was a woman that gave you some advice a while ago.
3: Oh yeah. What was that
2: about? Just well, make sure that you
3: of snack
2: was it snacks
3: so she was She's super super posh she was next level like posh yeah. and we was at a campsite and she had a massive like Winnebago thing with all like yeah. a, they had speed boats coming off of the tent and all sorts of stuff at this campsite she was glamping she, she was, was <laughs> like she had five, like five boys and I just said to her like how have, how are you not utterly exhausted like i have two and they are they are wonderful but exhausting and she just said oh darling it's very very simple you just have to throw them snacks and exercise them just like a labrador <laughs> <laughs> and that, has, that has stuck with me that go. i do that every yeah. day I, I, that lady <laughs> she, she comes into my head when my kids are being you know Wild. challenging yeah um yeah, I, um, I throw them snacks and exercise. Throw them exercise. snacks and exercise, <laughs> that snacks. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, wow. um, and yeah, I had the boys and I uh, was lucky enough to be able to stay at home with my children and um, they were babies. But then I've always done photography, I've always loved photographing people, but it was, I was a mum with a camera. So I'm a mum with a camera and I go out there and I take pictures of my boys and then- With that
2: sort of deep-grained idea as well that you talked about earlier about being creative and making money isn't a to-do thing as mm, a woman. mm, Completely. You're fighting that from the off.
3: I am. But then the other person- So what changed? My husband, that's what changed. So he- is a hairdresser he's yep. a really successful hairdresser and not just that he showed me so he's made a really good living from being creative
4: yeah
3: he knew that he wanted to be creative he knew yep. what he wanted to do he was one of those people that left school knowing this is what i want mm. to do and he faced challenges as a as a man wanting yeah. to be a, oh, I can a hairdresser imagine you, can't
2: leave, you know you probably don't leave school going oh i want to be a hairdresser and hmm. you know coming out with the results that maybe yeah people expect of somebody that wants to go on and study a degree at university. Yeah,
3: Mm. Yeah. and he he, he faced the same sort of challenges really from like not knowing whether or not he was going to make a career out of it, but he did. Um, And he just kept saying to me, you just need to go and do this. So you just need to put one foot in front of the other and you need to go and do it. But I created so many different um, excuses in my own mind as to why I couldn't go and do it. Like what? So my limitations. So I always say that um, your limitations should be your motivation in life. That's how I kind of view it now. Yeah. So for example, for me, my limitations were my children. So the excuses that I made were, well, I can't go and just be a photographer because I have children and I have to get up in the morning and I have to see to them and I have to make sure that they're all sorted and, and everything. But And so that became my excuse to sit in my safe space. That became the excuse that I was just gonna stay where I was and carry on plodding along. And it wasn't until I really kind of started reframing my mindset to the fact that yes they're my limitation but that should be my motivation to change Mm. so that should be where I look at to kind of progress myself Um, and I think that's true no matter what your limitations are in life so it might be that you already have a full-time job but you want to step into a creative industry or you want to start up your own business for example but that limitation instead of seeing it as a barrier that should be your motivation to, yeah. Yeah. to change sort
1: of as a mindset really because yeah yeah I sh- maybe I should try to become a photographer so I can provide and show my kids that this is amazing you can really do a living with it or maybe mm-hmm. I should yes become a photographer because um, there's so much to be given mm-hmm. out there really so no that was, that's great that was, that was one thing you said to me
2: actually in the Uh, following on from me and you having that chat about there being an audience here is you said once you flip your mindset the the world is really yours yeah
3: it it is completely there is so many people
2: are just controlled by those limitations and those those fears Mm -hmm. aren't they Mm -hmm. It,
3: it goes through your mind daily like your limitations will always just even small things you know i just going to step into a room to do or go and do some training to better yourself, you can put in those limitations mm. of, what if nobody likes me? What if I, you go through a million different yeah. fear-based scenarios in your own mind. And I was doing that at home with my children. It was the fear, what if people don't like my photographs? What if I put things out there and people are going to laugh? And all of those fear things come into your head but my motivation behind it was was my boys and, and my husband and and he just kept saying to me, "But you can do it." I don't know what you're making a big song and dance about. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, we all
1: need a robot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> he's great for that. He was re- he's really really good and he's really good at saying, "No, you need to just stop whinging, stop whining, and just go and Get do it." Yeah. And I was thinking, "No, I'm 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 too old to do this. I can't flip my mindset right now." Yeah, another, I have,
2: another excuse or limitation.
3: Another limitation, yeah. um, and I don't have time. How am I going to change it so that An I limitation. have a limitation? <laughs> it's a limitation to, yeah. to, to, I don't have time. And I would, and a lot of the time I would say, no. I have these children to see to, I don't have time in my day to start adding something else in. But what I think my best advice, if anybody feels like that is for me, what I started to do was, for example, just take my boys with me And just make really small changes so even if it was for five or ten minutes during the day what i would do is maybe take them to a play area or stick pepper pig on or whatever it was at the time to give me just snacks
1: and running them around (laughs) snacks
3: throw them snacks yeah um throw them a few snacks have give myself five minutes and in that five minutes i might send one email or just edit one photo to put on Instagram. Just that one little small thing that was going to make a change. It's one
2: foot in front of you, isn't
3: it? One foot, yeah. That's it. It's aligning my behavior to become the person who I actually wanted to be instead of just kind of listening to what I thought I should do and what what I should be. And then I started to see small changes come once I just started to put... Five minutes a day. The rest of the day was dedicated to snacks and exercise the <laughs> <Yeah>. Labradors. <laughs> um but just five minutes. Yeah. And I think that's we think about things sometimes when we want to change, don't we? As being a really big thing. Yeah. So you you think, all right, I want to be a photographer or whatever, and it's a massive thing. And then thing. you start looking
2: at the photographers, and you're like, Oh, there's no yeah. way I'll ever do that. And you know, it you start feels comparing yourself and mm. yeah, it's just small steps over a, you know, consistent time period.
3: Yeah. And the change comes. Yeah, it does. And it even something that you may think is only really, really small. It might be one email, or I, I don't know, reaching out to one person to ask them if you can like second shoot for them mm-hmm. or something. Will change. Um, and for me, the biggest thing that changed was the hold still um, project. That Which was going to get to my biggest biggest change Um, but I just kept going with that and I just kept going and kept going and then eventually I turned around and I'm here (laughs) in front of a live audience (laughs) (laughs) so yeah that was that yes
1: so your business has grown ever since then Mm -hmm. so where are you in terms of your business now and where do you want to go
3: Ooh, big question Um, so I feel really good now about where I'm at, I feel comfortable in knowing my voice as a creative. I'm confident in the fact that, like I, I, I will always say that, um, if anything's challenging now, I've flipped my mindset into a place that I kind of welcome that. I, I like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm overcoming challenges that I never thought I would overcome. Just by. Do you
2: imagine coming on this podcast a couple of not, years
3: ago? What, mil- no, Six months ago. No chance. I wouldn't even probably have come in the room, Sam. That was the—that's the difference on on kind of my mindset. Yeah. Um. Now, so that's good. And I, um. But where I'd like to go now is um. I'm moving a little bit more into branding work, and that quite interests me quite a lot. It's something that I don't want to just do. Um, willy-nilly I don't know another word <laughs> For what I'm willy-nilly to say. is a word that doesn't get used
2: quite simply enough <laughs> in my eyes um, it's a word it's very much like tittle tattle it yeah. doesn't <laughs> get used enough either brilliant words yeah it? they're great
3: uh, um, so yeah so I am not uh, yeah so I don't kind of um, want to I want to do that with my whole heart, if you like. Mm -hmm. So I've kind of, I've got really interested in, in branding and and things as a photographer because- And what would
1: you say you sort of like specialize now just for the audience really, Mm. just so they get a good sort of like feel of Jess really as a a photographer.
3: Weddings um, are, where it's it's where my main business is at the moment but the branding element of it as well now is is coming up really strong for me so working with like smaller brands even um podcasts and (laughs) and stuff like that the reason being is that i i enjoy the creative outlet within Mm -hmm. branding so um i enjoy being able to be creative for brands and things so I, i don't just do it where um i may just say right i'll turn up to the studio and i'll just shoot yeah. as it is i kind of put my own little creative input into yeah. there yeah. give my own like um advice as well so like business advice can go into there and just like how we should um promote it on um social media and yeah. we, you know that kind of thing so yeah, i yeah. give like a little bit of background it's to great companies. It,
2: it, it really comes across when you when you that when you're here working you know we've yeah. only had experience if you've been here what Two or twice. three times twice yeah. now, yeah. But it does. It really comes across, and like you seem incredibly comfortable. It's hard, I find it hard to picture a guest that is a bit scared about doing it mm. because yeah. you've been here, and we've we've just been like, yeah, she's she's great, and Thank like you. your work and the aesthetic of your work yeah. is incredibly strong and and definitely lends itself to like the, the branding world. Like yeah. I think I, I think you. there's like you're great at weddings but I, I do think the the brand side of your business I think will it's your strength really yeah you know, just keep going keep plugging away at that is at one point just mm. scale and then before you know it you're shooting you know, an ad campaign for Zara yeah I'm well like, that's yeah, the dream come
3: on. <laughs> that is the dream that's on my manifestation board there you to go. Um, to shoot something bigger than that yeah i
1: was going to say that even like seeing things from from the other side as a as a client um, just the way you sort of like act and direct us and go and do this and go and do that Yeah, but we need yes, that, don't we yes yeah we needed that we like to really what to do, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> like, like
3: two labradors yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> throw them snacks and yeah. exercise yeah. them around yeah. the studio <laughs> um, but it just, it just <laughs> <laughs>
1: um but it just it just flowed it was very natural even though it can be awkward someone telling you what to do and how to yeah. pose or how to how to look and how it's also awkward to do. telling people to do that as well yes like, exactly and,
2: and i think the point that we're both making is that jess is very comfortable you might not yeah. realize it actually but you you come across somebody who's very comfortable in in saying that. Thank I think you. from a photography point of view, like a lot of photographers struggle with putting their sort of idea and their and their print down on on a, on, a, on a subject and saying mm. actually let's do this. Yeah,
3: I think that the will. I think the thing that's important to recognise now, I think, with branding and branding yourself when you're going onto like Instagram or to a client, is that it's changing and it's in the way that we look now a lot at personality so although you may sell a product or you may have something that you, like a florist or whatever mm-hmm. it may be when we buy as a consumer we are looking at personality look at things like now um massive brand campaigns have um like francis you know the train yeah, guy yeah, yeah 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 like he's on like he's like, amazing oh, he Dior, he's, Dior, Chanel. Dior. Chanel, he's literally brands running.
1: that you wouldn't think of yeah.
3: exactly <laughs> like
1: completely outside of train spotting and yeah. wherever yeah. else, which is the thing he does. Yeah. So why though? Pardon? Why?
3: Because... We, he's likable and he makes yeah. us smile and he gives us a feeling. And that's what's super important. It's quite
1: endearing. Yeah. Oh, wow. he, that's the feeling. Yeah. It's very endearing. You're yeah. kind of like,
3: oh, I just want to come and give him a cuddle. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And it creates that feeling. You watch yeah. him and you get that, You it evokes a feeling within you. Yeah. And so brands, massive brands want yeah. to tap into that. And we should kind of be the same when we're looking at our own branding and our own personality. Yeah. Like people, you might be, sort Sort of scared to put if you're a photographer or whatever it may be in the creative industry. You kind of see yourself as like a product, and you have to show mm-hmm. that product, and that's great because people essentially need to know what you do. Yeah. But also they want to know who you are, and yeah. they want to find you endearing, yeah. like Francis yeah. the Train yeah. Guy. We're
2: not like just because we're not Gucci's and Pradas, but the fact that they are doing it, yeah, should show all of us that they're doing it for a, a very good and calculated reason, reason yeah. yes. and that we should embrace it. It's like I talk about, you know, Apple's marketing powers on my course. I'm, like, mm. I'm not saying we're all Apple, but what you can do is take mm. components of what they do and yeah. say, oh, hold on, how do I apply this to my business? Exactly. Like, why are they doing it? Yeah, You know, um, so no, that's, that's amazing.
1: I think it's, uh, it comes to that point of relatability, really. Yeah. People really relate to specific characteristics of other people that can be sort of like ambassadors for your brand, really. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it doesn't necessarily mean that you need to be loud or... What what you made me think when you start talking about brands becoming people, really, and pulling that character across, controversial. But um, I just thought straight away, as he's walking out today, Boris Johnson, um, he's loud and Mm -hmm. obnoxious as he is sort of thing. But. Um, say what you want to say about the guy, He's put, he puts his character across really, and, and you will know, um, you will, in some ways, feel in, in some kind of way, whether it is um, It's not relatable. the same feeling as Francis, no, no, I can no, tell no. you that. <laughs> definitely not the same definitely feeling. Like not, definitely not, definitely
0: um, not. It's definitely not the, the same feeling,
1: it. but you will have people that... Um, on the right and left whatever that will feel some sort of like affinity for him because of his character and and the main point that was sort of like trying to put across is that we don't need to be boris johnson you can be quiet you can be um shy you can be francis mm. but as long as you put those sort of like characteristics that are you yeah um you you're on to winning you're on to winning really because yeah. those are the sort of things that people relate and gravitate towards and I find Especially, it. I find it really hard now when I when I look at an Instagram account
2: yeah. of, of somebody that's a creative. Yeah, I find it really hard when I can't see their face. Mm-hmm. I find it really hard to connect with them. And go. Yeah, mm-hmm. if I can't see the face or name. I can guarantee you I don't even follow their account Yeah, because it, I'm like I just don't I don't ooh. have that <laughs> it's <like>. your face <laughs> on there <Yeah. laughs> you just don't like you just no. don't like whereas but the flip side of the coin is when you see someone's face you see them like smiling or looking you know yeah. uh, and you know their name I'm yeah. like okay cool yeah Yeah. I like their work hmm. piece it all together go on then Igor fun enough the, day, um, yeah. it's
1: not to say that everybody needs to be like that like I think Finn is like the perfect example of sort of like mysterious yeah. <laughs> there's always exceptions to the rule though but aren't there but
3: that's his character so if it's myst- if it's mystery yeah. that's his character yeah. you know it, yeah. it, he's still got that brand he's still mm-hmm. got that characteristic he's still got maybe that relatability yeah. because so it's what you're kind of like known for and, and tapping into that yeah. and I think like now the way that like TikTok is coming through that is something that is looking at personality because it's an entertainment so mm-hmm. we we kind of think like instagram now is all very aesthetic and it always has been yeah, so, yeah. but now that sort of TikTok generation yeah, is yeah. coming through personality wise yeah. and that's what's pushing brands yeah
1: it's not just education or the value that you provide through the services that you give but also people are looking for entertainment that's mm-hmm. nail on the head yeah just to mm-hmm. um just to dial it
2: back a little go back to your journey over the last few years then mm-hmm. um what was the point at which you started to go, actually, no, I, I can do this and there is something good here. And that, hmm. when did the, I suppose the question I'm gonna ask is, uh, when did the scale start to tip? And when did you start to go, actually, no, I, I can do this. I've, I've got something here.
3: Hmm. Um, I think the biggest thing for me was um, the Hold Still project. Um, when I- God, fly on your head. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I Didn't get it. It's there though. It's there. Oh man! See, <laughs> so look. I saw it. I it. I was like, "I love you, but oh,
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> So I'm just. Oh, all well Oh
4: Seriously, my no. sorry. Should
2: we start that? Should we start that section again? <laughs>
4: It wants yes. to be involved at what point did the scales <laughs>
2: the scales start like, to sit <laughs> the scales are gone do you want to sit
4: here the scales
3: <laughs> are gone would you like to come and sit next to me i promise there I'm aren't many people like that you. i could do that and get away with but
2: igor's sam um,
1: so is just <laughs> providing great it came from a great of content of love, and entertainment so uh, it yeah it came from yeah. a place yeah. of love yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah worried about it didn't want
2: it like you know nesting in your little yeah yeah whatever whatever my it. beautiful just, head yeah, that, yeah anyway carry on <laughs> carry on Jess
3: you got to move here love it all right <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so i um during lockdown i did what everybody was kind of doing as a photographer i was just going around and taking photos of whatever i could take photographs of and I did see that as a time, it was great in the in the sense that I didn't, obviously I wasn't doing like client work and stuff, so you could be super, super creative and that a was the only thing, work. a lot of personal work and um, my little nan, bless her, she was in the early stages of dementia when it um, we first went into lockdown and she was at home and she is my ultimate person in the world. So I would go around and I would visit her, and I couldn't go into the houses like everybody couldn't. And she's such a personality like, she's a wicked personality. And she would say things like, Am I allowed to swear? yeah you can swear oh good she would say like what are you being an idiot for come on in I haven't got anything and then she, but she would use a word stronger than idiot um, you know come into the house and I couldn't so I would sorry, do so sw-
2: you, you were asking to swear yeah but then, <laughs> I, and
4: then I bottled it
3: bottled it I didn't
2: want to swear.
1: okay it's going to grow sound okay, right. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, building yeah, yeah. up to it I'm Gosh, up to it. It's just an idiot Jesus Christ foul mouth
3: What's, it? What's the other word I said earlier? Come on, just get it <laughs> so, out. Go on, um, it's fine. So, um, yeah.
2: She, Did you say fucking idiot?
3: She said stop being a fucking idiot yeah. and come in the house. Good I mam, haven't got anything. You know all that kind yeah. of stuff. Um, and she was just through the window and just... Like something in me, like we all do as photographers, I was like, "I need to take a frame of this. This is a this is a frame." I saw the frame in my eyes before I even saw it in the camera. Took the photo, and it went on Instagram. And it was that five minutes in that day that I took out to just literally put the photograph on Instagram. That's all I did, and then it, I That's can't. Five even, minutes, though. It was the five minutes. It was making that intention yeah. during the day. And um, I got a notification on my phone, which said Nicholas Cullen has commented on your portrait, and he's the the director of the National Portrait Gallery in London. And he commented on the photo, and that was that was life made. That was it for me. You know, I, he, It's not going to get much better. He, it doesn't get much better than this. I was like, I can retire. That's <laughs> yeah. it. He's commented. Yeah. He'd put like like <laughs> great great portrait. Like love love this. This is awesome. Something along those lines. And. But sort of um, alongside of that, I'd noticed that at the time there was the hold still project that was that was happening. And because he'd commented, I kind of thought, oh, maybe I should, maybe I should enter this. All of the fear came into my mind. No, no, don't, you can't do it. Why are they gonna want the portrait limitation, of your limitation, nan? Limitation. limitation, all my limitations came straight through. And I'm like, no, this is gonna be my motivation. And I sent off the portrait of my little nan. And um, that was it, forgot about it. So just put it to one side and I went a long life. And then I did the thing that's like everybody does, You know, I'm going to turn my phone off and I'm going to go on holiday and I'm not going to check my emails <laughs> and I'm going to keep it all off and I'm just going to go and have a great time being at one with the world and everything. And I remember being sat Um, in a pub garden and I had my phone on me in my bag and the kids were playing and Rob was at the bar and I opened my phone and there was I know this sounds really
4: Mm.
3: (laughs) but just it was like something was tapping me on the shoulder you need to check your emails you know it was like an energy you need to check your emails do it do it check your emails and I checked my emails and I um, had a, an email from the Portrait Gallery, from National Portrait Gallery, saying your um, image has been chosen for the final 100 to go um, in the Hold Still project. And, like, I, I can't even explain to you the feeling that I got. The, like, my. Oh, it's making me tingle now, yeah. like, just thinking
2: about
1: it. I'm like, God, that must be.
3: My entire amazing. world changed. Yeah, I
1: that. Talk to us about the project in, in itself, really. What What is I mean, it? We've got the book here, because yeah. yeah, you actually
2: gifted me the yeah. book. Yeah. We'll Indeed. pass it We'll pass it around so everyone can see the photo in a minute. But.
3: The project was um, from the um, Duchess. And she, as you know, like she has a, um, Catherine has a passion for photography. So she wanted to sort of put together a little memoir, almost of um, the UK during lockdown, mm-hmm. but in a very artistic yeah. way. And she chose 100 portraits to be featured within the book. We're on
2: page 22. So, obviously, if you're watching this on YouTube, you'll be able to see it. And we'll pass it around to the audience now so they can have a look. It's just a beautiful picture through a window of your nan who's just said, fucking idiot. <laughs> 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 Get in the house. That, funnily enough, that isn't in the description of the photo. But, um, but yeah, keep smiling through, just like you always do, till the blue skies drive the dark clouds far away. Yeah. So, yeah. So, we'll pass that around so everyone can have a quick look at it.
3: The thing about that as well was, um, it, I could quite easily have not sent that off, and I could quite easily have sat within my limitation and thought, no, this isn't, this isn't going to go anywhere. But now, the thing that changed. Is That's that all right, changed? It's the GoPro. Is it's the, the my, GoPro is, microwave is done? a <laughs>
4: <come> <laughs> yeah. yeah. so spaghetti to... bolognese in the is yeah. <laughs> <it's, it's> ready. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um,
3: it could have changed, but it's, um, yeah. So now that portrait will be um, in the National Portrait Gallery um, when it reopens again in March. And it's Amazing. and it's my little nan. Um, she she kind of understood a little bit, but I think the thing I'm most proud of now is that something that I've created, the art that I created, the place that I was, you know, as a 16 year old, going to be a telephone pole <laughs> director. Um, just, it, it just changed me into the the person that I think I am today, the person that knows that I can do things, the person that knows that I don't have a limitation. Yeah, I have motivations um, to, to do things that I want to do and that I can be really, really proud of. And for me, that's just like the ultimate, that's my little man um, forever. That's and incredible. It, in the gallery. Um, so yeah and then from that I started to realize that's where it kind of comes from that I know that if you just do one little thing that one small thing it wasn't a big it it's a big thing it's ended up a big thing but for me it wasn't a big thing at the time I was was just a five minute
2: thing yeah yeah five Five minutes step by step step by step such an amazing achievement and you should be really really proud of yourself for it well done
3: thank you
1: (laughs) so hey honey hi <laughs> <laughs> so i heard that you love studio ninja Who so told you that <laughs> so have you got that from some lovely bird so i mean studio ninja sponsor this podcast
2: at the moment and yeah. i think we both said at the very beginning before we'd even recorded like the very first episode mm-hmm. i remember us having a conversation around if we are going to get sponsors on board i don't want to just get sponsors on board that just anybody i mean obviously yeah. it'd be great if people gave us money but that's not what we're doing we yeah, want to bring absolutely. sponsors to the Podcasts that we think our audience are going to benefit from, yeah, especially and especially
1: when it's things that we use.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, I use. Yeah, in this case, we're sort of setting you up at the moment on yeah. with Studio Ninja. So, I thought it'd be really good today to just talk about for me like the three key features of Studio Ninja mm-hmm. um, that are absolutely pivotal for me, like running an efficient business. Yeah. Should we, should we fire them out? Yeah, yeah. Um, so the first one is calendar syn- calendar syncing, mm-hmm. um, and what I mean by this is when an inquiry comes in through the contact form on my website which is created within Studio Ninja as soon as a a couple or a client fill out that contact form it comes through to Studio Ninja it populates into my calendar so I know in my phone I've got it already in my calendar that so and so's wedding is on this date Mm -hmm. and I can see whether it's clashing with anybody or not it's just there. I've got their yeah. names. I've got their email address. I've got their venue. It's in there. It doesn't it's go all anywhere. Populated. So it's all populated straight off the bat. That is the very first thing that I think. So I don't. I don't have to manually input yeah. any data. That's pretty good. Um, the second one is invoicing automation. So I used to be a. I used to be so bad at this. <laughs> like I used to have to like build invoices, send them. Which isn't such a bad task. It's remembering to build the invoices yeah. and to send them. It's like, oh, oh, damn it, I forgot. Yeah. And it's like, I should have sent that six weeks ago. Yeah, or that it's doesn't the first, happen now. Or it's
1: the fifteenth. That's usually so, when I send mine. Yeah.
2: So Studio Ninja, it takes a, You know, it takes a little bit of time at the beginning just to set up. But once you've got it set up, it's all automated. So I send an invoice if they decide to book, and the system knows that from the shoot date six weeks out, it's going to send them the remaining balance yeah. invoice and it's all in a portal, all accessible to the client at all times. They can see the backs details in there. Nobody asks me for backs details anymore because it's when they there. click on the invoice and say, pay by backs," it just brings up all of the data. Yeah. So everything's already in there and it's all fully automated. For international weddings, it'll send them a 700 pound invoice six months out from the wedding and that comes off their total balance. Well, you know, so it, it's really configurable. Yeah. And it, once you've set it up, that's it, job done. It's you done. never have to do it again. Mm-hmm um and then the final one which i don't think many people that use student ninja would say this is like a key feature but for me i think it's it's incredible it's just the ability to build a questionnaire for your couples or your clients so for me i i i filled out this questionnaire or i've created this questionnaire that asks for their names their instagram handles the times the locations the contact names and numbers that i might need you know supplier accounts you know and it just sends them that questionnaire with the final invoice It comes through to my email account when they finish it. And it also goes through to the app on the phone. It's really good. So I'll print a copy out. Yeah, I'm just organized. And again, once you've gone through that setup process, it's done. Mm. Easy peasy. And they're the the three main ones for me. There's a few others that we could talk about at the time, but that's it. So how can people get them? So you just go to Studio Ninja and the discount code, Another Idea, gets them 50% off their first year's subscription. There we go. So you get a month free anyway. And then the discount code, another idea, gets fifty percent off the first annual subscription. Go get it, Studio Ninja. Go check it out, guys. Let's right, can we talk about gratitude? So, one of the on one of, on the Q and A episode, I think your question was about well to us, it was what's the number one thing on your gratitude list mm-hmm. that isn't family? Mm-hmm. I'm just going to send it right back to you.
3: Ooh, good question. Um, the reason why I like doing a gratitude list, and if you've not done one, I th- highly, highly recommend you do it and do it um, as like almost like a daily habit. And by a gratitude list, I would mean just, I don't mean like ma- massive big things because you can think instantly of like your family, your friends or your close ones, can't you? But, It's just small things, again, recognizing small things and small steps. So like the way that you have ground your coffee in the morning, the way that it smells, the rain at night that we've been grateful for. Because I think once you highlight what you're grateful for, it's easier to not put yourself into a negative space. So you're already putting your mindset, again, changing your mindset from what is a negative thing Mm -hmm. into a positive thing. So for me, what's constantly on my gratitude list is my my family and my friends and and the usual stuff. But I'm also grateful for things like the opportunity to, since I've stepped into this creative industry, I have met people who just do nothing but pull others up and shout for people like you two. You know, you guys are the champion of like, you know, making sure that people are motivated and it's things like that that are on my gratitude list. This mm. morning when I was coming here, I've had messages on Instagram from like creatives that I've never met, but you know, follow me on Instagram and have sent me a mess, taking the time out of their day to send me a message to say like, good luck this morning, oh, Jess. that's really good, so Sweet. good to hear. I don't know any other creative, any other industry that I've ever worked in that does that. And that's thing, I, I think, think it's cause we're empathy people. Yeah, and I think,
2: I think like creative, like we all get it, well, we get it, mm. like, We've we've all been on that journey of feeling like we don't really know where what our place is and mm-hmm. you're kind of starting to find where your place is but 10 15 years behind where our mates found it mm. when they were going oh I'm going to go and be a doctor or I want to go and do this I'm going to go to uni or, I'm going to go and be a lawyer you know that kind of mm. like, we're now finding it and I think we all get it mm. and we're just more like empathetic towards it and understanding yeah. of it mm. and that's really nice I love that people have messaged you today to say that I think it's really good
3: it was, br- that. it was a, a, an amazing feeling this morning and that stuff like that, just those small things give, it just gives you that motivation on a day to feel, to feel good because yeah. everybody mm. likes to feel good. And so a gratitude list, instead of kind of waking up feeling really overwhelmed and feeling of the, all the things that you've got to do, again, I reframed it in the way that. I sit down with my coffee. I don't always write it down. You don't always have to kind of like write it down. I'll do it at the end of the day. Um, You know, just little small things. Like I had a really nice hot shower. Um, I'm grateful for that. Um, That kind of stuff. And I really honestly believe that that just, again, starts to change your mindset and what you're doing. It
1: reframes your mind. It really Mm. does. Um, I was listening to a podcast a couple of days ago and... The guest was talking about, I can't remember exactly what his name is. I'll you listen that. to other podcasts? <laughs> how <dare> you? <laughs> sad. Sorry. Hold on a second. <laughs> so I was listening to the guest and he was very much talking on how heart on neurons um, are reframed by specific actions. If you start going to the gym time by time, step by step, mm. your neurons will actually reframe and will actually, uh, initially you'll feel like this is really hard. Please stop.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: But your neurons reframe. It's amazing how the yeah. brain works, isn't it? Like, well, and we all know this. Yeah, we all know it exactly. But we, a lot it, of us but... choose
2: not to do it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like if you want to, dangerous territory. It's like this this debate of like if you want to lose if you, if you want to lose weight. I know it's not. This is this doesn't apply to everybody. Yeah, yeah. But it's eat less, move more. Yeah, you know, like, that's it's not. Yeah, it's not rocket science.
3: The gym uh, has actually you know, taught me so much. Yeah, yeah, the consistency. And it's taught me, again, when I, um, First, starting off, I think the most interesting thing that the gym and working out and being um, into fitness has taught me is to leave Hashtag
2: my influencer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: <that's sensible. laughs>
2: Every time she no. puts a picture out on Instagram, it's like uh, influencers, influencers in the in world. Well, I, <laughs> I, I message you back, influencer. <laughs> it's great to see, though. I love it. I think yeah. it's brilliant.
3: But it, it has taught me... the thing that that's taught me in principles is to leave my ego at home because for example, when you're starting out and you're looking at doing something new, when you're in a room full of people who you believe know what they are doing. So like in photography or, you know, whatever Whether, it may be. Yeah. And you're in the gym and there's somebody in the, I'm kind of like benching my little tens or whatever it might be. And there's someone next to me doing the 16s and it's, right, I'm going to pick them up. I'm going to pick them up because I could do that too. Cause that's, that's our, that's our ego. Yeah. But then you get them to get off the floor and you can't get them off and that kind of thing. So it, i like the gym as well because it reminds me that actually again it's okay that i'm not there but i'm on this journey to get there it's the same yeah yeah. yeah, there's the spot
1: at the gym i always start on the stepper and the stepper where it is you can it looks above and you've got the ground floor and i can literally see the whole gym from the stepper so (laughs) i made a conscious point of i'm not quite ready for the weights over there but i'm gonna learn from everybody (laughs) so um, i just go to the stepper and just literally. What are you doing? Oh, that looks cool. Oh, okay, maybe try that. And your Ooh. confidence builds, doesn't it? It so, does. Yeah.
2: It I, does. Think gym, I think the gym is probably one of the most intimidating places for
1: it
3: is, isn't for it? any
2: of us to go to. Yeah. Really.
3: It is. You know. And it's hard. But again, ev- if you think about it, everybody's thinking the same. Yeah, Everybody yeah. Yeah. in there is thinking the same and it's the same with life.
1: Sometimes it feels like school. <laughs> yeah. The Gym feels a bit like school. It gives me like, oh, I'm not sure about this, yeah. you know? Because... I don't know people sometimes try to show off or I don't know it yeah. just reminds me of school
2: I always wonder like do you know because you can all see like, I'm I'm not a lifter mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> I'm pretty slim <laughs> I wonder what these like big alpha male blokes think when they go to them are they like are they buzzing or are they do they have the same fears and insecurities as we do because I think I'm sure they like, do 100%. I think there's been a massive shift difference. and change towards women in the gym which I think is amazing should have happened a long time ago I think women probably feel like they're able to be in the gym and be allowed to be in the gym a lot more now mm-hmm. than they probably were in maybe the nineties.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and, and again, like if you don't fit that stereotypical, you know, alpha male can bench 120 kg that you shouldn't be there.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And that, it feels like that has changed a lot, mm-hmm. you know, it has become more inclusive, but I still, I still think of it when I go to the gym, I'm like exactly mm-hmm. what you said about benching. I'm like, mm-hmm. I can just about get the bar up. <laughs> <I'm Yeah>. like, <laughs> but it's,
3: it's interesting, isn't it? How we feel like we shouldn't be somewhere. When yeah. actually, why yeah. should we not be somewhere? It's yeah. the same with yeah. like um, being a creative and making a business out of it. Well, you feel, I feel like I shouldn't be there, yeah. why? Why do you feel like you shouldn't be? Wherever you want to be, why do we feel we like- We're going
1: back to limitations again. Yeah. In some ways, I in some it. ways, but what what I love about what you're saying, Jess, is the fact that in some ways, this, this is why we started this podcast really, because we want to show, we want to have that space where people, actually can see that oh maybe I, I can do this yeah maybe I, I can try different things or maybe I can <laughs> I should put my shoes on and go yeah. to the gym and flip the mindset uh, yeah or mm. flex or, my creative muscle whatever it may be or your business muscle whatever it may be really saying so, yeah mm. this is why we created this space yeah. really and no one's got it all figured out
2: have they yeah, yeah. I think that's been one of no. my biggest takeaways from the yeah. last like the year of being here in the studio is that no one's got it figured out yeah. no one really knows no. Yeah, no one's got like oh I'm, I'm sorted for the next five years i know exactly what i'm doing mm. like things change on a day-to-day basis and you've just got to
3: yeah.
2: adapt and move and yeah and flex with it
3: and you have your bad days you know everybody has the bad days which is why i think the gratitude list is so important yeah. even when you're having a bad day because it's still important to see that you can there's still something there that you can be like grateful for on yeah. that day and will still motivate you and you might look forward to then on the next on the next day so even if you're having a bad day it's still important to do that the kids are climbing over
1: your kitchen and
2: And
3: (laughs) (laughs) demanding snacks yeah but I'm curious
1: (laughs) do you literally sit down and write it down on like a book or do you just just type on your phone sort of thing
3: it depends whatever I've got available I started with like a journal um, and then I found that if it wasn't near me I would think oh I can't do it today because I haven't got the journal near me if I was away or I'd forgotten Mm it so sometimes it's just In my mind, I might just say them over again in my own mind. So, in
2: response to my question, back to you, of your question, is there a number one thing on your gratitude list, or are we just saying that it changes?
3: I think relationships. I think the fact, at the the moment, the number one thing for me right now is the support that, as a as a new photographer, as somebody moving into creative industry, the support is just next level. Yeah, Yeah. you can just. We've, We've
2: always said it, haven't we? With with our industry, it's like it's always a. Not surprise me or amazing, me but it has I think it is a bit of a I think it is a surprise when you move into the industry at first yeah. you mm. do go, Oh actually people wanna
1: chat and they wanna Yeah
3: they wanna share chat
1: about you if you know. Mm. If you, yeah. It's a great bubble. It is a bubble but um it's got a lot of positivity really within it really and and people can read really Excel from it if they really explore yeah. out. Right I there, by the way. You all okay, guys? Yeah. <laughs> Murder. No one's fallen asleep, have they? No, keep a prod. <laughs> okay. I hope
4: not.
2: Um, Igor, you normally do what I am now going to start referring to as the Denver deep dive. Um, oh so I'm just going to let you go with what? What did you? What did you? What did you get when you went on your investigative? <laughs> deep dive of Jess Somerville when you went into the office, he said yesterday he went I'm going to go on Facebook I'm going to add her as a friend
1: and we go right back to the start Ah! oh no what did you see you go that's
3: probably not
1: a good place I want to know when was the last time you went to Ibiza because um, you and Rob you seem to love the place we do and I reckon you'd be able to recommend quite good spots in Ibiza and I've never been uh, and I've, oh, I know. Mallorca, yes, and that's pr- pretty much Marrakech, it in terms of the yeah. islands. But always going on about Marrakesh. I know this oh, okay. um, <laughs> yeah. But But. Um, Tell us more. Tell us more. Oh, what it's... would you recommend? And because I can tell straight away, you yeah, love it, and why I love it. Yeah,
3: it's the most magical place. I think it's full of creatives. It's it's a place where you land, and the energy. Have, has anybody been? Have you been? Yeah, yeah. going in a month can't <laughs> <wait>. <laughs> God, oh, the energy is just. You know, like we we. You go somewhere and everybody is just so happy mm-hmm. and everybody just wants to kind of get along and I love that. I'm a, I'm a, such a people person. I love people. I love love meeting people and learning different things. And when you go there, you find people again. We met some people on, on whilst we were there the last time who were creative and have made um, careers out of being creative. And you get to chat to different people. Um, we stay at Santa Eulalia, which is an amazing, like little slice of the island. Cause you automatically think of Ibiza as being like <laughs> proper <laughs> crazy, and it is. Pasha, pasha. Yeah, it's got that, yeah. it's got that element, yeah. which is wonderful about it, but it's got so many beautiful elements as well. That, And we took the kids. So we were a little bit anxious about the kids mm-hmm. and thinking like, mm, what are we doing? And we got so many, like, I got loads of messages saying, you've taken your children to Ibiza as well. And it's like, yeah, we actually, there's like a, there's a restaurant. I can't remember. Bambuda, the Bambuda, Bambuda, yeah. Bambuda restaurant yeah, as well, amazing. which is essentially used to be quite a like an erotic restaurant as well as some um statues, shall we say, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. within the building. But questionable. <laughs> yeah, which you can look at. But I yeah. mean, my boys yeah, found the kids it player is a little
2: bit fruity there. Isn't yeah, it?
3: just like mommy, there's a giant willy. I'm like, yay! There is a giant, giant yeah. <laughs> over there in this big. But you know it. it's a magical place at the same time um so we love it and we love that i love the creativity of it i think as well because that's what it kind of thrives on it Mm -hmm. thrives on people being creative people dancing um food the food food culture in
2: ibiza is is as good as anywhere i've i've ever eaten and where big food is and it's Mm. i I remember me and Gemma had a few nights with the kids came out with us similar to you we we took the kids and then they went home with nan and granddad and we had three or four nights just ourselves and it was Mm bloody expensive oh Oh, yes (laughs) but we we had a great every night it was like wow that is just one experience Mm.
3: it is it's it's a beautiful beautiful place um and again it's somewhere where your gratitude list just excels like (laughs) i'm there and i'm like three pages deep in my little gratitude list of like the sunset there is incredible everything that makes you feel good is there That's amazing
1: definitely going get it We'll just do like a group,
2: group group trip, shall we? Group trip, yeah. Yeah, we'll go with Rob and Jess. <laughs> no kids. Bring- yeah. Okay.
4: <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs> yeah. um, I'm going to just take us back to just talking just finally a bit, a bit about your current business. And I just want to kind of ask you, one thing. I didn't ask you when we were talking about it was like, how do you see the challenges that you currently face within your business at the moment? You know, now that you've you you've if it sounds and feels like you've done that hard bit, which is the starting and getting it up and running, you've got some motion, some traction to it what do you see as the as the next challenges now over the next sort of two three years
3: um i think it's maintaining discipline in my time um is the biggest challenge because once you start kind of rolling and you're on a roll you need to keep up with that momentum somehow so you need to keep that going but you also need to try so i've already kind of gone from having like my two boys and and you know having that spare five ten minutes and now I need to increase that so again time needs to increase so I have to go from um finding five ten minutes to finding two or three hours within a day because I need to try and take it to the next level so I Mm -hmm. think being quite disciplined in my time is really important to me now um because without that I can't kind of move on so it's like saying and, and as well now I think it's saying no to things that I actually know um, I don't want to do or and that, that sounds really
2: yeah it's it's a but it will n- suck your time y- and it's niching yeah. down to yeah. you know
3: you can't it's learning for me the biggest challenge is, has been learning that I can't be everything to everybody and I, I I need to kind of go in the direction that I would like to go in and sometimes that's really challenging because financially you want to accept everything, everything. in yeah. to your business and saying
2: no to work is it's when you're, so when you're a self-employed creative, it's it's one of the, the biggest challenges I think that anybody mm-hmm. faces is yeah. going, no, I can't, I can't take on that job that's mm-hmm. going to pay me pretty well, but I can't because I can't. it comes at a cost.
3: Yeah. Cause I've got to discipline the yeah. time to be able to move to the next step. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I've got to, um, so yeah, I think that's my biggest challenge now knowing that where I want to go is going to be really specific for me and just creating that little bit of time to, to do so. Amazing. Um, but yeah. I'll have to make sure that I um, keep myself motivated in the way that I don't just take on too much. Yeah. How do
2: you handle it with Rob? Obviously, Rob works in an industry that is, you know, isn't a Monday to Friday nine to five job. Mm-hmm. Um, how have you found that kind of balance in terms of, you know, doing weddings and handling a family with two boys and.
3: It's tough sometimes. So I can't kind of sit here and say to you it's just like an easy walk in the park because we both have we both have we have children, yeah. we have responsibilities. He has his business and and I have mine. I think the biggest thing for us is the the understanding and the compassion. So he understands that sometimes oh. we kind of try and work together a little bit. So he understands that I have to have my time to do my thing and I understand that he has to have and it's it's about just being compassionate with each other yeah. as well and allowing that space to kind of if you feel overwhelmed like he gets overwhelmed i get overwhelmed yeah. Yeah. but it's having that safe space as well at home to go out i'm i'm overwhelmed yeah. and i need and we kind of like bounce off each other a little bit when That's it comes it. to that. that um
1: that perfect work-life balance just doesn't <laughs> exist it doesn't, doesn't exist it. It doesn't it
2: really does exist. Exist. It's not
1: there and me and Zai call it. It's just a constant push and pull, really. It We're is push and pull between the two of us, and we work together. That's it. Mm. That's the only way you can really do it, because, yeah, you got to understand each other really and mm. and team up. So I love hearing that you and Rob do that. That's amazing. Yeah.
3: Thank you. We do. We try to anyway, and. Because the coffee machine broke yesterday. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm in massive turmoil about this. We need, to, we
2: need to be getting the new coffee machine on order, don't we, for Jess?
3: Yeah. Um, I mean, if Sage, if Sage me you're listening basically. and they
2: want to reach out as sponsor, we absolutely listen I
3: think I've mentioned that four times today about my poor coffee machine.
2: <laughs> right, so we, as we've said at the start, we've got an audience today, Jess, and we yep. have decided that we're going to let the audience. Bring a question or two to the table. So no problem. I was going to say you're all right with that, but you haven't got a say in the minute. I have I, no, I've so, never had a say in any yeah. of this. <laughs> <so far. laughs> um, oh, we're live streaming it all at the moment to YouTube, aren't we? As well, we didn't tell you now, Jake. That's fine. Don't worry. Um, so, has anybody has anybody here got a question? We've got a microphone set up behind there. Merla's got the microphone, so she can pass it to you. Does somebody want to ask a question? Who wants to go first? Just introduce yourself, say hello, say, and um, and just fire away. You have to hold it quite oh, close wait, to
3: it's yourself. Heavy. But that's this it. is Literally really like this. Thank yeah, you. that's perfect. Okay, I'm Hannah. Hi, um, Hannah. So I'm pretty fresh into photography. I started in April, um, so I have
0: lots of limitations that stop me from getting going forward. Well, what is your current limitation? Because I don't know if you have one right now. Mm, yeah, the sure. current
3: limitation. Yeah. yeah, it changes, and that's okay. the the thing I think um, which is important to recognise that you will never get to a point we kind of see success or successful people as the fact that they've reached a point in which they go I'm done like and it just doesn't it just doesn't happen you always have a different limitation Um, and I think for me now my limitation would be time um, as it moves on and as I become more busy I know Mm -hmm. like we've spoke about different things that I might want to do and stuff and I'm like I just don't have the time which I know I said that you you make the time Mm -hmm. um but it's it's continuously kind of like reframing yourself to think right next step what yeah. are my limitations here um so for me as well it's moving i would like to move a bit more into like um more luxury brands and get myself yeah. like you know oh, quite yeah, deep good. into into like luxury brands so it's for me the limitation is knowing how to do that and what i want to do and my message so okay. that's kind of like my new my new limitation which i think is always going to change and i might get to that point and then i reframe it again and, yeah. and Different things that come I think it's,
2: I think a lot of it comes down to start having that awareness of even just thinking about your limitations.
3: Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: You know, um I was talking about it off air a minute ago with, with somebody about how and and it kinda of came up about how Anthony, who was sat here a few weeks ago talking about the second mountain in the book that he yeah. brought us both, and it's like, you know, we we're all guilty of kind of Getting into our industry, I'm still picking confetti off my arms here. Um, we get into our industry, and then we just go right. That's it. Job done. See you later. Yeah. Um, I'm in my I'm in my track, and I'm staying here. And actually, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just like the comfortable place, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah. We'll get mm-hmm. to and
1: it's only you the know, tip of the iceberg. People really. find
2: excuses to not then go and try something else, and they don't mm-hmm. look at
1: those limitations and what's stopping them going, yeah. and, mm-hmm. and exploring other opportunities and. Mm. when you say that Jess the first thing I thought yeah it's so true the people that I admire the most in this industry are the ones that um, have been in an industry for a very very long time mm. but they constantly keep not not just necessarily reinventing them reinventing themselves but very much pushing things forward innovating mm. and trying different things not just staying still but constantly mm. constantly pushing and um, what's next what can I do what can I there's always room to grow. That's, I think that's, yeah. the, that's the main message, really. I think, so. even, I think even Jeff Bezos was in the news the other week about how...
2: Uh, I'd seen just somebody on Instagram had shared a, a soundbite from him. So it might have been like four years ago, I don't mm-hmm. know. But, you know, this is the world, one of the world's wealthiest guys. And he was asked about what motivates him. And it was just to keep evolving. Mm-hmm. Like just to keep just to constantly be evolving, constantly be exploring new mm-hmm. ideas.
4: Mm-hmm. Keep I was moving. Like, yeah.
2: I hear you, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. He's a sound guy, like Jeff Bezos. Yeah. He's done yeah. quite
1: well, hasn't he? he? Is. So. Yeah,
3: because if you do, if you if you kind of stand still, that's and you you think to yourself, right, I'm I'm there. Then it, I don't know. You almost lose interest as well. Then if you're kind of just going to stay in one particular place, and yeah. I think. P- pushing people out of comfort zone always creates some. It's like like now with the whole like Instagram thing with the debate about everyone's moving to TikTok and to video, and you know everybody's kind of gone, oh my gosh, that's terribly scary because it's where they're at, their comfort zone. It's what they know.
2: Yeah,
3: people don't like change. People don't like change. No. Um, it, they see it as a limitation. The video thing is a limitation, a limitation yeah. towards them. But actually, just reframe it. Yeah. yeah. As, uh, Great question. Thank you. Brilliant. You're
2: Thank welcome. you. Who have we got next, Merla? Come, well, Merle, You can say something as well. Say hello,
1: Matt. Say hello. 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 <laughs> <laughs> just there. A the just there.
2: Come on, Merle. Don't be greedy with the microphone. <laughs>
1: Thank you. Hi, I'm Sam. Uh, I've got a legal question. Oh. <laughs> no, just <kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, my face.
4: Oh.
1: I was well, just going to. Um, I was just wondering, in terms of working with clients, is it more challenging when it's another creative, like working with Sam and Igor?
3: Yes. is that
1: a limitation (laughs)
3: yes because again it's the fear factor so you think they know what i'm doing if that makes sense so there's more i think there's more pressure so um you want to because almost you want to do better not better than than them but I mean like you want to do you you need it to be perfect perfect you always need it to be perfect but I think when you work with other creatives so I've done recently a lot of branding for like other videographers and photographers and you you really want to come from a place that you're helping them as well Mm -hmm. so it comes again from a a love of your own art and what you create Mm -hmm. I don't want that to be something that's not next level good so the pressure turns up. Yeah. You've always got that, but I think well, you when you should
2: always have it. Yeah, you it's an should always pressure, have it. Isn't it. That you should never. I, yeah, it took me a long time. Exactly what you've just said. Like it took me a long time to realise that that's actually a really healthy trait. Mm. A long time.
3: Yeah, you I always need. used you think,
2: God, why am I so scared and worried all the time? Does it mean I'm crap? Oh no, no, yeah. it, it means meant, that you care. It just meant that I care. Mm. Yeah, that's it. yeah, that's
1: exactly it. So again, it's reframing, mm. isn't it? I think it's a good thing. Mm. I think it's a good thing, and I think as well when you when you're working with other creatives, there's a there's a specific standard that's there uh, whoever the person may be they Mm -hmm. have a standard they have an aesthetic and you you kind of like want to meet that and and in some way surpass that it's Mm kind of like deliver something that's yeah yeah, and just to be clear, like I'm we only expect this. the absolute, very, very best. <laughs> <laughs> you know, more. and I think it's
2: really perfection. Yeah, um, and the greatest images we've ever seen in the world. <laughs> yeah. Um,
3: yeah, the heat was really turned yeah. up. Delivered, <laughs> delivered
2: within half an hour. Yeah, yeah. you know, okay, yeah, team be on point. Are the images ready yet? Yes, Are the images ready yet? Yes, the images ready yet?
3: Yes. I think it's important as well to have to, to have the conversation. So don't be afraid to have a conversation yeah, and really kind of go what is it that you want and be open and honest and right. if you don't feel like you can do something as well that's also okay mm. again the power of like kind of saying no and knowing when it's not your um, thing
2: yeah. your strength
3: it's your, not your strength final
2: little caveats though as well I also think from a creative point of view that was was getting work from a creative like like I think we both understand the process mm-hmm. and actually mean that well no we, we're putting our trust in you because yeah. we trust we, we do we do trust mm. we see we wouldn't have invited you in if we didn't see that you had that in your work to be able to come and do something for us. So okay. actually, there wasn't there wasn't pressure from us. No, no, we were
1: like, no, we believed in you. Yeah, mm. and we yeah. know we know exactly when we flourish as creatives. It is yeah. when we allow the space oh, to a shadow of a doubt. You just do you. Yeah, get ideas and if you want something from us just let us know Mm. and yeah we just bounce off from each other that way
3: yeah Mm. and and the conversation is always super easy with these guys and i think again as creatives just being able to converse and say what is it that you want let's have a conversation um which is why as well i think it's important to not just say yeah i'm going to turn up and just do some photographs for you have a conversation about what what do you want out of this from me yeah um, what is it you're looking for? What's the message you would like to say? Um, is is super important? So then and the you message
1: is you get me and Sam holding hands whilst <laughs> <Yeah>. whilst walking <laughs> walking some woodlands. A, a <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
3: They're very lovable and very easy to photograph. So yeah. I mean, how could you not love photographing them? Uh, so <laughs> great <laughs> times. I'm looking
2: forward to I'm looking forward to the next shoot. Um, yeah, great question. Thank you, Sam. Should we have another? Should we have one more? who's mm-hmm. going well two more we'll have two more
1: <laughs> cheers so I am Mike um, and I was going to jump back to the the point where you were saying about where you flipped industries into your creative from your <laughs> I'm going to say corporate world mm-hmm. so that's where I feel I'm at at the moment where mm-hmm. I'm kind of I work for North Ambulance Service and I've done for 17 years so I'm invested in that and I've got kind of commitments at home which is you know mortgage, wife, two kids Um what was your approach so were you kind of on maternity and never went back or did you scale down or did you just kind of go I'm established now cut ties and that was it
3: I think um what how you would need to think about that is think about it from a break it down into a really small so when we kind of think about going from a full-time job with kids and then we think about, right, I want to go into um, photography or a creative industry or a business, whatever that may be. That seems like a really massive step because we want to go from A to B. But actually, you just need to break it re- like right down, like the smallest, smallest things. And start doing them with intent S- each such day. As? Such as getting five minutes out of your day. So for five minutes, also kind of... Put that into your mind, even if it's something for five minutes, you are imagining yourself. And this sounds really like, you know, woo woo about it. That's another word for it. Yeah, you. we love it. We to <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah. laughs> tittle
4: tattle and uh... Willy nilly woo woo.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, imagine yourself there. And once you start doing that for like five to 10 minutes each day, you start to kind of align your behavior to becoming that person. So it's all about just those small things, sending off an email, um, putting something on Instagram, which shows what it is you want to do or what you uh, where you want to go and align your behavior daily. That might seem like a really small thing towards that. It might be that you don't know what you want to do. So it might be that, you know, you don't necessarily want to stay within the service that you're doing, but you don't know what you want to do. That again, that's okay, but maybe just make small differences to do things that make you happy. So five minutes out of the day of something that makes you happy, because then you start to gravitate a little bit more and you'll find over time, it may be three years time, but you find over time, you start to kind of fill your time with that. Yeah. rather yeah. than the other
4: yeah.
3: and you become more confident and I think it's confidence and eradicating the fear. You're always going to have the fear that yeah. doesn't go away. So you kind of need to know that you need to sit with that as well and know yeah. that at every stage that fear is going to ride along that journey with you. But
2: I've still got that fear now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I still have it now. Yeah, you I'm do. still worried about everything in here.
3: It's you always going to be there. That fear is always going to ride along that journey. It's just accepting that it's there not listening to it or saying I've heard you, but this is what I'm going to go and do. Yeah, yeah. And and do that. It
2: is. It is a really big like the position you're in. Like you know, saying you've got children, a mortgage, and a wife, and you're in that. It is really. It's hard. It's, it's super really difficult. Hard. Mm. You know, I think when you're in your 20 actually, like, when you look back on it now, like we're on the other side of thirty, but you look back on people that are in their twenties, like that's the best time to be going. Right, I'm going to go and try whatever I want to go and try. Yeah. Mm. It's a lot harder to do that when you've got you know, bills coming in and you've got kids to buy new shoes for and mm-hmm. it does become tough but I think like when you break it down like you just said into that five minute window and going, oh, okay, right, let's just stop looking at the really big picture which is, you know, it's great to have a big picture and to have an understanding of where you want to go but actually it's just doing those small steps and just going, yeah. okay, just going to start getting the routine of doing a, this is why like something like the 365 challenge that you always hear about I think is incredible like as a, as a process and a tool to go, Okay, I'm just going to commit to something like that every day. Yeah. It's amazing when you put stuff out into the world, like, it's an energy, isn't it? It's a it's form energy. of energy. And, mm. like, people people see what people you're doing. Yeah. That. Mm. You know.
3: It, it just becomes easier, I think, because you're knowing what you essentially need is that confidence Mm -hmm. you're always going to have a limitation like we said before the limitations will always change so it's always going to be there and I know that it's so I was on I went on maternity leave and that's when I and then we went into a pandemic and so everybody was at home so I kind of think that for me I naturally kind of gravitated towards being able to do it and it was now it was kind of like a now or never kind of thing Um, so I know I was lucky in that respect but I just feel really strongly about the fact that it doesn't have to be something that you wake up tomorrow and go right. I'm leaving my job and I'm because that's the kind of thing that we imagine it is. Yeah, um, but it's not. It's just small steps aligning your behaviour daily towards yeah. the place where you want to be. Constantly, show up. It's Constantly about show up. Constantly show up. Constantly
1: showing up, and yeah, the scales will tip. Brilliant. Mm. Mm. That's the hard bit. But yeah, cheers.
3: It is hard. <laughs> it is hard.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Who we going with?
3: Hi, um, Christiane from Honeysuckle Flower Crate. Um, You've kind of already answered it a little bit there. A little
2: oh, Just to your, to your mouth, that's it. All so right.
3: it can, there you go. There you go. <laughs> you've kind of already answered it a little bit there in what you were just saying. But I just wondered, going back to when you spoke earlier about um, your husband's voice being the one that said to you, you can do this, go for it, just, you know, get on board and, and it's absolutely within your grasp. Is it still that voice that speaks, because I'm in this similar position that, um, you know, I started my business quite a long time ago, but it was my husband at the beginning as well. And I still have the fear that you're all talking about, the fear that holds me back from making big decisions or, or big changes or jumping into things you know, with both feet. Do you find now that it's your own voice that's overcoming that fear? Or are you still kind of looking for outside help to make those jumps? Yeah, it's 1,000% a mixture of both, but mm-hmm. my voice has become stronger now. So like, um, for example, we when we went to Ibiza, um, I noticed that there was a workshop at the... We, we were all going in as a family, and um, a, a great speaker, Roxy, that I, I love, um, was doing a, a workshop at the other side of the island. Um, and it, we arrived on the tu- Monday, and she was coming on the Tuesday, and she was doing free tickets. and. Um, all of the little fear voices, I really wanted to go. It was something I really, really wanted to do for me um, because I love her, I love listening to her speak. But, all of the fear things came into my mind so the scenarios i was going through was a i was going to be kidnapped in a taxi on my own there was going to be a massive storm that was going to come and it was going to swallow me up and i was going to get lost and nobody was going and i was going to walk into the room and everybody was going to think what's she doing here and nobody was going to like me and nobody was going to talk to me and you know
2: did any of that happen
3: not one of those things happened mm. however i was having that internal fearful yeah. conversation in my it mind I, It was stopping me from going mm. and all i had to do was physically put one foot the five i was waiting for the taxi to come outside in the hotel and i was leaving like my husband and my children behind to go into the wilderness <laughs> to be kidnapped that was my conversation mm-hmm. <laughs> in my head um But there's just, I think as you kind of practice this kind of like gratitude and this thankfulness and this confidence and you keep aligning your behavior towards moving into these things, you just get that little buzz of, you're fine, it's okay. And that's kind of the voice that I listen to. And I'm in the taxi and I go, I had a wonderful night and I come back. So. I've learned now to have that conversation with myself, but I still will always have the fearful conversation. Coming here this morning, I have the fearful conversation. I'm like, what if you knock water everywhere? And it's just normal, I think. I think it's something that we don't always kind of voice out so much, but it's normal. um, And we all have it, so yeah.
1: I think one of the traits of great business people is the ability of constantly be speaking to yourself Mm-hmm. Like mm. be talking to yourself and in, in not not just selling it in a negative way but in a positive way. Constantly be talking and talking to yourself about how you can actually Yeah, go back and forth basically. Yeah.
2: Mm. That was a great question. Thank you. Studio Ninja, Igor.
1: <laughs> <laughs> here we go. Yeah, I'm
2: off again. But <laughs> I, I wanted to I just wanted to talk about one more thing because I think and I'm not here to criticize one of our sponsors. But i think they're missing a trick
1: Ooh, shots fired tell yeah us, tell us what so you're they thinking. are
2: it, it's it claims to be designed by photographers for photographers which mm-hmm. it is it is designed by photographers for yeah. photographers so I, i'm not arguing that but it's not just for photographers that's it so much i just more. think it's for any anybody that's in a service-based industry this this piece of software is invaluable i've had friends that are muas hairstylists florists stylists you know you, you name it. i've had them all reach out and i've given them sort of guidance and setting them up that have gone on to use Ninja and like this is invaluable for our business. Yeah. So um, if Judy and Ninja are listening and watching this back, might want to think about who you're targeting it mm-hmm. to yeah. because actually yeah. I yeah. think it's, I think they're missing a trick. I think there's a, the whole market, there's a whole market out there that, you know, you don't just need to be a, ph- a photographer or a videographer in the wedding industry. If you are a service based industry and you've got clients or couples, whoever they may be, and you need to, book people in you need to send them automated emails invoices um you know the system and the software is yeah. there for for anybody to use in, in in whichever business they're they're operating in yeah
1: get studio ninja there you go oh, so what's the discount people- code you oh. you should know it by now because i've told you a few times uh let me see let me see i wonder what oh, it could I'm be i'm guessing i'm guessing <laughs> um I'm joking it's another idea it's that simple so if you got studio Ninja. Um, type in that at the checkout and you'll get 50% off for the whole year and you'll get the first month free
2: you get the first month free and then another idea gets 50% off their first annual subscription there we go. There you go, sorted go, go get it can okay, so we just go with one more question? boom who's up?
3: hiya, um, I'm Lauren so I do wedding photography um, and I'm also working another job alongside it at the moment so I guess my question kind of follows on Um, do you have any advice on finding like the right work life balance? Because at the moment I feel like I'm constantly on the go. So it's yeah. If you had any advice on making sure you take time out. Ooh, taking time out is a good, is a good thing. And actually I would say that's the thing I'm not always the best at, um, taking time out. I, I love my job and I love my home life at the same time. So, um, I find the balance is hard. So it's not something that you can just kind of float through life and go like, ooh, it's a balance here. Yeah. <laughs> um, Cause it, you can think, you can try to get to a point where there's a balance. And I think that that can stress you out more trying to achieve a balance, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. So um, for me, I sometimes, if I'm feeling a little bit crazy, I have to kind of sit with that. If life mm-hmm. is bonkers, I have to know that that's okay because I'm progressing so kind of that that madness almost is part of the progression if yeah. that makes sense yeah. so you can kind of think that you might want to possibly like eradicate it a little bit and I get that because mm-hmm. nobody likes to feel too hectic and like you've got too much and too much of yeah. a workload I think the thing that I, I do take time out for holidays and things like that but I say that I'm never really taking time out of my job because I love it so much i'm so passionate about it that i'm always i might not be physically working so i might not be you know um shooting or something but i'm always thinking about the next thing and i kind of i'm comfortable with that now because at one point i was thinking i need to you know you kind of almost imagine don't you that you need to be somewhere at zen and not thinking (laughs) of work and it just, we're just, we're human. We just don't kind of, if we're passionate about something and we love something, mm-hmm. we don't tend to switch off from it. And yes, I think that's oh all right. Yeah. You know, sometimes, everybody likes a break. Yeah. Um, so it's different from actually like going on holiday and spending time with your loved ones, if you like. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, for me, I think just recognising that you might not always have that balance, Mm -hmm. but that's actually all right. I think it
1: very much goes about being intentional as well, recognising the season that you're at. Okay, this is a busy period, so Mm I know it's a busy period, so I'm going to be intentional and work hard at it, really. But at the same time, whenever you... You would would do exactly the same thing with having a holiday, for example. And I think, Sam, you're the best example for that with, with your Augusts at the moment Mm. yeah august uh, like taking august off i mean
2: that's that kind of fell it wasn't an intentional thing it kind of just fell a bit like that but i suppose it was partly intentional but it just made me realize i just need to have that break in the middle of the season Mm -hmm. but that's quite a big thing but then a small thing might be you know i've recently started just playing golf again like once once every few weeks with a mate Mm. and actually it's just about having that headspace and just having that little bit of time like three or four hours once every few weeks where we just go and don't have to think about anything else other than cursing a golf ball. Yeah. Or yeah. You know, it might just be that I go for a bike ride, and that doesn't happen yeah. very often. But you know just giving yourself those little pockets of time to go, I'm yeah. going to go away and just do something that takes no other effort or brain power other than just the mm. really simple, ordinary task. It might be that yeah. you like gardening, or you know, you just go for a walk again. In being intentional,
1: isn't it? Yeah, of course it is.
2: Mm. Um, but yeah, I suppose we all live in this age, don't we, where we're kind of led to believe that you've got to be on it all the time, you've got to be working. But I know. Yeah, even from yesterday, I came in on a Monday, having had a really stressful weekend. I, mean, I was in, I was in Provence, it was an amazing wedding, but it was incredibly stressful because of other factors. Uh, I didn't, I wasn't as productive yesterday. I knew I wasn't because my head just wasn't there. I wasn't, yeah, I hadn't had the time to just stop and breathe and rest. Hmm. Yeah. You know?
3: And t- taking time out for yourself is, is super important. And to do the things that you love is super important. And again, being confident with that to just say, no, I, I, now I kind of need to go and just do whatever it is that you really enjoy doing. Um, just makes you feel like even though work might be crazy, home life might be crazy, you've just got that one little thing that's for you. Yeah. Um, go and, and get t- your help. And sometimes,
2: well, just from a client point of view, it's just sometimes about managing expectation. Mm-hmm. And just, just letting them know from the outset. Do you know what? Now, especially from our industry, you know, if if you know that you edit your galleries in four, five, six weeks, tell your clients it's going to be ten weeks. You know, just give yourself that breather. Because like, if you tell them it's going to be four weeks, straight away you're under pressure. You have mm-hmm. put yourself under that that pressure. Mm-hmm. Just take it away. Just make it ten weeks. So for us, we
1: expect face. images from Jess uh, in half, half an hour. hour. <laughs> so yeah. she, she tells us one, <laughs> she us
2: one hour. Jess, have we had the images done yet? Um, they're joking, but no, they're Great, not. great question, mate. Thank you. Right, I've got, I've got one other little question before we ask our final question. That we're going to start asking every guest from now on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what is the the best studio that you've ever worked in?
3: It's <laughs> <laughs> mm, got to be Brickwork Studio.
2: Um, no, we wanted to. We, we kind of touched on it a, a few weeks, a few episodes ago. We asked somebody yeah. about their school experience and we were going to kind of try and keep it moving. We've, we decided we had a chat yesterday, didn't we, about this, there needs to be something that we ask everybody when we finish, like as, as a final question, So this is it, you're the first one to be, to be asked this question. Okay. Um, and it is, if you could go back to speak to your 14-year-old self at school, I suppose in this instance with your career advisor <laughs> as a
3: <laughs>
2: telecommunications <laughs> poll director. <laughs> <laughs> um what would your what would your words of advice be to that 14-year-old Jess? Mm,
3: yeah, good good one. For me, um and it is a little bit emotional, but you can 1000% do this. That would just be my my message to myself is you can do this because again the voice has always been that no, there's a limitation on this. You can't actually do mm. what you're setting out to do. But for me, it would definitely be just simple as you can. Just know that. Just know that you can. So yes, you can. Yes, yes you, you can. can exactly. Yes, you can. That would be it. Because I think that when you are at school, there's so much noise, and when you're kind of, you know, you looking at what you want to do in a career, you kind of think that there's a limit. You, you're somehow brought up to believe that you can only go in a certain direction or this is the direction that you're you you know you need to go in and it's just not true you can actually just do whatever it is that that gives you life that makes you feel good i
2: suppose it's that comparison against other students as well isn't it it made me think Mm. when you were saying then about like i i felt of i felt like i wasn't going to be as good as other people at school Mm. it's not well straight away you're like okay not Mm. not a failure as such but you don't you just feel like you're not going to be that good so what what are your options
3: definitely there were so many people in school which i really admire i love the fact that if you know what you want to do from the get go then that's great i Mm. and i find that really inspiring but there are a lot of people now even with the gcses and stuff that have just finished that just think what am i what am i actually destined to do you Mm -hmm. don't always know but again that's okay
2: yeah, yes you can. Yes, yes you, you can. can. Amazing. I <laughs> Honestly, thank you so much for coming down. I, like me and Igor had an absolutely no doubt in thank you. your ability to be able to come and sit in front of us today and have a chat and to, uh, you know, kind yes. of inspire all of us and, and the audience sat here today. Um, she's been pretty good, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh yeah. Yes. Well, you thank
3: you.
2: So um, thank
1: you. yeah, we've loved it. So Jess, where can people find you?
3: Uh, You can find me on Instagram at Jess Somerville or Brand by Jess as well, which is my branding um, Instagram. And in Ibiza. And in Ibiza with a cocktail in my hand. (laughs) And
2: two Labradors. (laughs)
3: Or in Zara. (laughs) That's amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I've loved it. You're
2: amazing. Oh, I had one final question. one final question. Do you prefer, um, <laughs> do, you prefer oh! eight, eight pa- do you prefer Eight pound bottles of Prosecco Or do you prefer Forty pound bottles of Prosecco That was
3: wow. okay <laughs> Look at this What do you, what do you prefer you, Jess Thank <laughs> you Sam Oh that Well
2: mm.
3: mm. Should we have a little taste A little
2: lunchtime <laughs> Taste test Let's break that
3: open Yeah With our um, Now you're talking we're my Domino's. language yeah.
2: We're having Domino's Pizza with everybody So yeah Thank you very much Thanks Jess <laughs> Thank you Cheers guys Oh yeah Igor What do people need to do what do they need to do? We're still recording. <laughs>
1: like, share, subscribe.
2: Yeah. Check yeah. us out on YouTube. Um, just, yeah, if, if anyone wants to leave a review, really appreciate it. Yeah, um, we always and do. Just, Yeah, thank you for all of the support and the shares and the feedback. It's really appreciated. And we're, we're absolutely buzzing about what's coming up over the next sort yeah. of four, five, six months. Yeah, with thank you for idea. getting
1: to this point of the episode. You must be a trooper. So, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you, fam.
3: Oh, look at this. Amazing. A wheelchair. How
0: <laughs> up? <laughs>